all, welcome back to War Room. This is an exciting time because we get words from the Lord all the time. As you continue to feed on the Word of God, He will just minister to you and bring things to your memory and just lift you up when you need Him. So the question I keep coming to mind for me this week was, what are you looking at? Now, brothers and sisters, let me tell you something. When the Lord have to ask you that question, you know you've been looking at the wrong thing. So, obviously, I was looking at the wrong thing. A situation in my life, I was looking at the wrong thing. And the Lord asked me one day, what are you looking at? And I have to catch myself and say, yeah, what am I looking at? So, the question applies to you. What are you looking at? Because when we look at the right thing, we are not in fear. When we look at the wrong thing, it brings fear. So let's look at, look at what the scripture says about that. Second Corinthians chapter 4 verse 18, I get that's a scripture you all have heard. That said, while we do not look at the things we shall see, but at the things we shall not see. Why are we going to do that? Because he went on to say, for the things we shall see are temporal, but the things we shall not see are internal. So we are going to look. We have physical senses. We have our five senses. And one of those senses, our eyes. We are going to look. When we see something, we make picture. Because the words produce picture. Our brain interpret words into pictures. And I tell you, if you focus on what the doctors say, they produce pictures. This is where your life is. If you if you picture if you if you focus on what God said, it produced picture. Now the devil is up to trip you and me up. And the way he can do that is to feed us with the wrong picture. So he trying his utmost best. He trying by all means working over time for us to look at the wrong picture. See ourselves in defeat. See ourselves in failure. See ourselves not coming out of debt. See ourselves not prospering. See ourselves not healed. Those are the kind of stuff he wants to produce in you. Because if you can see yourself like that, he got you whipped. He got you whipped down to the bone. So I'm telling you, we have to change our focus and look at what God said. Because when we start picturing what God said, that we are healed, that we are healed, that we are redeemed, we get to form this confidence, this picture of health in our body, this picture of prosperity in our lives, this picture of walking with God and doing what God wants us to do in our lives. And I'll give you a quick example. When you go back to the book of Genesis, let God did the same thing to Abraham. He Genesis chapter 13, verse 14 and 16, God told Abraham the time when he and Lot separated. God said, come outside. Let me show you what I'm going to do. Let me give you a vision of what I want to produce in your life. God brought him outside. Go ahead and read it for yourself. And said, look how the west, look to the south, look to the east, look to the north. You see all that land? I will give it to you and your children. God was trying to form in him a vision of victory, right? Uh-huh. So God was trying to give him that picture. He still didn't get it. When you come back to Genesis chapter 15, verse 1 through 8, God said, I will bless your seed. I will make you prosper. You will be the father of many nations. He started to complain. Oh God, this Elias are going to be my only heir because you didn't give me any children. God said, come on, yeah, dude, let me show you something else. Come outside. 
Look at the stars. Can you count them? Look at the dust on the ground. Can you count them? That how multiple your seed will be. And the scripture said he believed God. And it was counted to him for righteousness. After he saw that, he painted a picture of being the father of many nations. So he believed God. You know another thing? He believed God. He got a picture he wanted to have. The picture God was trying to show him. That's why he's the father today of many nations. He's our father Abraham. Because he believed God. It was counted to him for righteousness. Now let me tell you something brothers and sisters. The devil is defeated. I am telling you he's defeated. He had no stronghold on you. It doesn't matter what your situation is. We most of the time we defeat ourselves before the devil even whip us. Because we're talking the wrong way. Thinking the wrong thought. I mean all the devil need to do give us a small wrong thing. And we amplify it. We cannot do that. We cannot keep looking at what what are the temporary realm. We cannot look at a temporary realm. You know something? I have to, I, I really have to tell you this other story about Jacob. You remember when Jacob went to his, his, his uncle Lemon? Let me tell you the story. Then you can read it. Genesis chapter 30. Go read it for yourself. He told Lemon, I'm ready to leave and go to my father land. Lemon said, okay. So God showed him a vision. He's supposed to pin stripes. He's supposed to, he's supposed to, and let, let's just read it. Okay, Genesis chapter 30 verse. Let's start from verse 37. Then Jacob took rods. This is after he had a vision earlier in the chapter where the Lord told him to do. But my point is you are better than a cow. So just pay close attention. Then Jacob took rods of fresh cut parlor almond trees. And peel white streaks on them, exposing the white which was in the rods. Right? He set the rods which he had peeled before the flocks in the in the throats. That is that is a water hole. When the flocks came to drink, they saw these stripes and streaks, and they bear children. They said, when you go to verse. 39, it said, the flux made it before the rise and give birth to young that wear stripes, speckles, and spots. Hey, let me tell you something. The cow, the goat, the sheep, Joseph put something before them that pinned there, that stripes and speckle. Guess what? They saw it. They produced what they saw. Huh? You got me? Come down here to verse 41. Whenever the stronger sheep made it, Jacob laid the rods before their eyes of the sheep in the throat so that they might mate among the rods. He put it in front of their eyes. What am I saying? I'm saying don't take what the devil gave you. Don't take the doctor report. Don't take the banker report. Don't take them being laid off as your final source. Go to what God said. He said you were healed by my straps. He said I supply all your needs according to my riches in heaven. Huh? Come on now someone. Come on. If the sheep and the goat can be that smart just by laying something before their eyes and they can produce bless the Lord. We can come on the word of God and know that it will work for us. Why? Because God washed over his word to perform it. Jeremiah 1 12. He washes over his word to perform it. You know something else? Isaiah 55. Let me go to that rather quickly. He said his word will not return to him void. You know what void means? Empty. Huh? I have to read that scripture. I have to. Right here. Isaiah 55. Let's read it. 55 verse 9. It says... For as the rain are higher than the earth, 
Okay, let's start with eight. For as for my thoughts are higher than your thoughts, and my ways are higher than your ways, says the Lord. For as the heaven are higher than the earth, so are my words higher than your ways. Hmm? My thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain, that's what I'm getting at. For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven and do not return there, but water the earth and make it bring forth and buds, right? That it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. Verse 11 says, so shall my word be that goeth forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void. It, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the things that which I send it to do. Excuse me, God said in His word, it will not return to Him empty. <laughs> the word of God will fulfill what it was sent to do. So if He said, by my stripes, it isn't talking about by somebody else's stripes. It doesn't matter what your body feels like. You need to say it. You need to pin that picture of health. Pin that picture of health in your mind. Pin it. See yourself well. See yourself healed. See yourself prosper. See yourself walking in prosperity. See your, all your needs being met. Huh? According to his riches and glory. See your family mended. See your children serving the Lord. Hmm? Are you with me? God is not a man that he should lie. Come on, somebody. Praise the Lord. Huh? Those circumstances that are coming to your life, they are mountains. Because you know why? You know why they're not a molehill? Because God wanted you to trust him. He wanted you and me to trust him. It doesn't matter how we feel like we'll trust him. Because you know something? He always calls us to triumph. Huh? always cause us to triumph. He does not know impossibility. Matthew chapter 19 verse 23 through 26 says, what is impossible for man? Talking about it. Talking about the camel going into the eye of a needle. Have you seen the eye of a needle? How small and tiny it is. And you imagine a big old camel going into that eye of a needle. That's why impossible for man. Ooh, but God said it's not impossible for me. Huh? He specializes in impossibility. What part of your body today that need healing? What part of your mind today that need restoration? He can get your kids off drugs. He can turn your lives around. Yes, he can. You are, you have the deciding vote. The vote is your. Whatever you pin in your head, the ever picture you got of your children, the picture you have of your marriage, the picture you have of your health, whatever picture, whatever vision that you keep in your mind, that's what you're going to get. You cannot afford it. So today I I am challenging you huh, and me to look at God's word and paint that right picture. Call yourself blessed. Call yourself healed. Oh, even when your body is hurting, that's when you said, no, God said I'm healed. And I know I'm healed. God said I'm prosper. And I know I'm prosper. It doesn't matter what it feels like. Even if I have to eat air today or dry rice, I know I'm prosper. I promise you, I promise you, God will say, oh, I see faith in the earth. I am moved to go to that person. Oh, yes. That's my kind of girl. That's my kind of boy. That's my kind of person. Trust in me. Trust in me. And knowing that I can do it. Oh, yes. He will do it. Hey, man. So today, let's do the take home point. The take home point that keep your natural eyes on what God said. Pin the picture what God gave you. You are redeemed from the curse of the Lord. Pin that picture in your head. Huh? Keep his word. Create that picture. 
Huh? And then when you finally pin that picture that he promised you in your mind, keep that picture. Refuse to let go of what God said. Refuse to let go of what that picture shows you. That picture shows you victory. Victory. Victory in every area. Hmm? And then you start praising him. Guess what? Your victory is here. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you again for joining me. And uh, I look forward to seeing you next week. We're having a blessed time. God is so faithful. He's so good. I will see you back here next week in War Room.